0: my ah, man i'm brian and i'm brian and this is brian versus brian episode 117 american gangster we're going classic we're going old school uh i guess it's old school now it's not that long yeah. ago <laughs> uh <laughs> schoolish. um a classic uh direction director maybe you've heard of them his name is Ridley Scott. Hello. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of him. A little movie called fucking Spaceship with an alien on it. Alien Covenant. <laughs> His best
1: movie.
0: Maybe you've heard of a little thing called Prometheus. <laughs> have, have you? <laughs> you heard of it? It's got alien in it. Yeah. Mm-mm. what's the point of those movies I'm going to tell you in the, in the end okay <laughs> it's all going to connect don't you worry it's going to make so much sense uh, yeah American Gangster 2007 biographical semi-biographical crime film Ridley Scott written by Steven Zalian I don't know what's this guy written <clears throat> ooh I think he did Moneyball didn't he He's written some stuff. Here we go. (laughs) I don't know if he wrote them, but all this stuff is on his thing. Here I got uh, Awakenings, Gangs of New York, Moneyball, The Irishman. Those are all pretty good. Yeah, those are all
1: really good. A little long, but good. (laughs) (laughs) He likes to write. He likes to write 180-page scripts. All right, so...
0: Uh, Frank Lucas, an American gangster from LaGrange, North Carolina, who smuggled heroin in the United States uh, during the Vietnam War before being detained by a task force led by a detective, Richie Roberts, FBI. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of big names in here. we got Denzel Russell Crowe, of course, um, uh, Ted Levine, John Ortiz, Josh Brolin. Uh, to to what
1: legit for i don't know how oh that yeah, guy's pretty yeah good though i like him yeah norman reedus is in
0: it i forgot about
1: that yeah i forgot about a lot of these to be i mean the reason why we uh, we were kind of swinging between scarface and this and i was kind of leaning towards this because i just hadn't seen it in so long and yeah like josh brolin showed up i'm like oh yeah fucking brolin's in this yeah. movie a little underused but he's in it and they have like the norman reedus stuff I'm Like, oh shit there's norman reedus oh there's fucking ti <laughs> that's common yeah just like, Cuba man. Gooding. Cuba Gooding,
0: yeah. Uh, T.I. wasn't terrible in this, but it's a little weird. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's playing like a kid. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. Uncle. <laughs> hey, I will to play. I won't be like you, man. Hey. I <laughs> uh, reckon I can throw uh. a ball through a damn house.
1: Hey. <laughs> it comments his dad. That's what the funny <laughs> yeah. part was. Yeah.
0: This is my dad, Common, because he's older than me. <laughs> Oh man. Uh you ain't been able to catch my ball since I'm about five years old, Pa. I think <laughs> <laughs> This everything's like a joke, he says. <laughs> yeah. <Don't> say <laughs> I was laughing. And they gave him about six lines. They're, yeah, you get you're getting about six sentences in this movie. Yeah. I don't believe
1: you as a child or as a person, really. <laughs> you just You just T I oh, And then Rizza, I forgot about and he still has his Wu Tang tattoo on his arm, which is kinda cool
0: yeah like fuck it
1: yeah who cares whatever yeah
0: <laughs> white people don't know what that is <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, ooh, development didn- initially began in 2000 that's a long time before it started eh? this is a different movie you make it in 2000 with Denzel yeah right that's it. A- bringing the heat um do 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 because of the film's rising budget, uh, let's say, first off, the budget is well spent. This is one of the best period pieces I've seen. Like, looking at it, cars are excellent, props, clothing. You know, it's not like a bunch of CG backgrounds, it looks like. It looks like they did a lot of set dressing and things to try and make it look real. Um, I don't know what they did during some scenes there's a bunch of there's like all these old cars driving by i feel like they totally had some footage from streets and like used it because it's like you don't have the variety and selection of old cars that i saw driving down the street Mm -hmm. like usually in a film like i don't know what trickery what wizardry they did but uh i have to commend that i thought it looked excellent for a
1: uh, late 60s early 70s this movie looks phenomenal yeah i i totally agree and it sucks you into the 60s yeah. and 70s whereas like i feel like movies nowadays it look super clean i want to get to that in a second but like super clean and just like oh here's a guy in a 60s you know hairdo and a 60s shirt and now it's the 60s and i kind of it just looks like you know they're they're play i mean obviously they're all playing but this is like you're you're, you're playing yeah. dress up is what it looks like but this movie really feels and like the color correction like nothing saturated every all the colors are desaturated and it's like a gray feeling uh and i think it helps add to that atmosphere like new york but um yeah i love the look of this movie yeah there's like there's a shot when you were talking about the cars going by it's when richie goes to get the uh open the trunk of that car it's like a wide shot, and you see the building, and like all the cars lined up on the sidewalk are all from the, that era, and everyone walking by is dressed up. It just looks and feels just like the '60s, and it's they did a really good. I don't yeah. know if they just like blocked the whole street off. Maybe that's what someone's budget went to, blocked the whole street off in New York and just filmed for a couple hours. But whatever they did, it looks awesome.
0: Casper, yeah, red. So it starts. He's like the the driver for Bumpy Johnson. Man, I know Bumpy Johnson. <laughs> bumpy johnson who is he he's like god that actor what is he i just
1: is remember he... him from tales from the hood he plays like yeah 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 the, <laughs> so guy, like, yeah. the hey, crazy white hair <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: yeah and this one he's like a he's like a a nice old drug dealing dad <laughs> mm-hmm. giving out giving out turkeys and stuff he's his driver bumpy johnson um Teaching him the game. And then they go inside some kind of like fucking, I don't know what the fuck, Radio Shack. He has a heart attack. Calling Avalanche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even that store, just in that store, I'm like, God yeah, dang, this is a fucking, it's a good looking store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, damn. Did you find some old store that shut down in 1970 and never reopened? It's just really cool looking stuff. Uh, so then he's put in this position Frank Lucas where he's kind of got nothing now is drug dealing his oh, his uh Heroine. his master has died. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And now he's kind of like a a Jedi forced to find his own way to be a master. Huh? Mm. We're going to connect it back to Star Wars. <laughs> um <laughs> so and there's some pretty cool stuff um he's kind of getting Oh, yeah. First, they got the funeral. That's a that long we get some pretty cool stuff. The guy from T2, fucking Miles Dyson. Oh, yeah. He's pretty pretty good in this. And then uh, he's already talking, like, all these people owe Bumpy money. They think, I'm going to forget, but I'm going to collect. Um, Idris Alba is kind of one of the ones that are kind of taking over the scene after uh, Bumpy's dead. And uh, this is a weird time where Idris is like the the B side, you know. Yeah. It yeah. just is like a it just is like a A side now and this is a little small character. Mhm. Probably just
1: just I just want to be involved, Mr. Scott, please. Yeah, this is way before Idris was Idris. <laughs> uh I think at this time he may have been on the wire, but other than that, I don't think he'd been in anything big. Yeah. But he's got some good
0: stuff. He plays a pretty menacing guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh <laughs> Why you coming around here, Frank? You got my tax, Frank. Maybe my ten percent. Huh? The twenty, 20%, yeah, twenty percent, uh, yeah. Twenty uh, percent—that's what I make. I can't, I can't live off giving you twenty percent. Isn't it? It's nothing in it. That's greed. You see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah, he gets some cool stuff back and forth. twenty uh, percent, and then even then he's still smart ass to him. Twenty percent, and he has a coffee, so he gives him like a dollar. Twenty percent. Twenty percent, yeah. <laughs> That was pretty good. Uh so then R- Richie, I think, is a really good character, too. I think both the leads are really awesome in this. Um Denzel is a bit reserved, you would think, from this era and the stuff you've seen. Denzel, and it's gonna be like one of these big over the top kind of training day. Type things because you know when you first hear about American Gangster, what's this about? I hadn't heard of Frank Lucas, but when you learn about it. It's like oh, okay, he's be played this drug kingpin. he's gonna be, it's gonna be Denzel being Denzel, but no, it's really more reserved and uh, uh, I don't know, a different kind of a approach. I guess because it's a real person. He doesn't want to make it some kind of caricature, but uh, it's it's really good. I could I like it. There's some great stuff like that. Fucking when he starts to get power, he starts to get more and more. Uh, you know, more of an asshole. Yeah, like slam, slamming that dude's head in the that fucking piano. Yeah, and then uh, cleaning up that that's I remember that was one of those lines back in the day. That's fucking oh, eighty thousand yeah. dollar alpaca. alpaca. You block, you that, block shit. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't scrub that shit. You block that shit. Uh, Put some more of the club soda on it.
1: Yeah. I love how this is a two hour and 40 minute movie. And that's the line that we all like quoted. Cause it's such a good line. It's so good. Um, yeah. Russell Crowe. I remember seeing this actually side note. I don't know if you remember this, but you and I actually saw this opening weekend. Uh, and I, from memory serves me right. We snuck in some Coke and whiskey I definitely remember you and I (laughs) drinking during this movie back in the day, back in 2007. Um, But aside from that, like I was excited for the movie for that reason where it's like, oh my God, we get to see Denzel be a fucking gangster kingpin. I thought I was Mm -hmm. expecting like the Joe Pesci type of over the top. And it kind of starts that way. The opening scene of the movie is him lighting up a cigar while this guy's bloody in a chair and he just like sets him on fire and unloads his gun on him. You're like, oh shit, here we go yeah it is kind of more reserved he's not as like quote-unquote gangster as as maybe i thought he would be but russell crowe man i remember walking out of that theater the first time being like russell crowe is the star of that movie that he was so fucking good and i still i still feel that way i think his character and his performance is so fucking good every time he's on screen i'm just sucked into that storyline uh, not that franks is bad franks is also very good but for some reason russell crowe just really i thought he's awesome
0: yeah and uh you know, he's having family issues. He's, a, he's, a, he's. I don't know. He's not a bad guy. He's just, he's just a, all he cares about is being a cop. His family, everything else gets forgotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a womanizer too, I guess. So that's one of the bad things. He cheats on his wife a lot. Yeah. Or now ex-wife. Um. <laughs> yeah, his stuff is really good. Uh, yeah. Oh. And it was like his first partner, the the guy with the long black hair. That guy, oh, I yeah. love that. Good. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we got to take it, Richie, you know, <laughs> come on. Just think about it. We can't turn it in. They kill cops like us. Mm-hmm. We'll never be able to work again. We got to just think about it, man. Come on. <laughs> That's something you want. We're going to live in the Bahamas or something, yeah. Richie. <laughs> and then uh, later he gets a. Oh, yeah. So they find like a million dollars. Right. Where was it? In the trunk. They yeah. turn it in. And all the cops I see him in the evidence room counting it. Uh and it was a million dollars, but when they count it, it comes out to eight hundred thousand mm-hmm. or something. And uh all the cops I think fucking pieces of shit. These fucking straight cops <laughs> those fucking corrupt ass New York police. And then uh you can tell like Richie's like looking at him, eight hundred thousand, huh? He said, What? What? <laughs> he obviously took some, uh, but then later is that great scene where that guy calls Richie to come help him in the projects. This was a fucking killer scene, dude. This project, yeah, building, um, where it's like it's like a fucking prison. It's like a cage for mm-hmm. these people, where the like the outside has that full grating. You can't fucking jump. They don't want you dying. Yet they'll put you in this fucking cage to die. Yeah. Uh, it's just a real scary looking thing. And it was so like once you're in, you can't really get out until you go to the bottom. I kind of exit the it. It was just fucking stuck. And he shot somebody, and all the neighbors are out there that hear it and they're all at the doors fucking, what's going on in there? So we bust in. Uh, to kind of help him in the security. And then I love that. It's an amazing scene. He's i like, always oh, no, fucking pull the gun on me, making You bleed out a cop. Pull the gun on a cop like that. You fucking crazy, man. He's like fucking drooling and shit when yeah. he's saying it. A oh, fucking cop. You got to help me, man. And so they they know if they wheel out this dead black guy and this, I don't know if he was white, but also Crow's white, they're going to get bombarded. This other guy might have been Hispanic. I couldn't quite tell. Uh, so they lean him up in the fucking chair, prop his eyes open. He's dead. I don't care. Put him in the fucking chair. Put an yeah. IV on him.
1: Wrap his neck, <laughs> sit him up, open his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Don't give a shit. And they their badges, <laughs> and they're
0: all coming through. Hey, hey, we're going to help this guy. Watch out there. Yeah. Hit a bump. The head. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> Oops. All
1: <laughs> well, of his necks all, right. all fucked still. It's just like gushing blood. <laughs> his eyes are all open. Yeah, the motherfucker looks dead.
0: Uh... And then in the uh, ambulance, he's all trying to sell the the story more. He's like, "He fucking pulled a gun on a cop. Can you believe it, man?"
1: Just drooling. Like, yeah, it's like,
0: yeah. And he's like, oh, "What he's There was like money everywhere or something." He's like, "He didn't pull a gun on a cop. He Pulled a gun on a junkie. A junkie trying to rob him." Hey man, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> no man, you just say it like I said it. That's that's the. That's it, man. You'll never see me again. No, I can't do that. I'm Russell (laughs) (laughs) Crowe. I'm Jor-El. I can't do that. Yeah. And then, yeah, then he fucking jumps out the fucking ambulance. (laughs) Fuck this. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Fucking fails. Yeah, great stuff. Later to be found dead. That was still a pretty sad part. Russell Crowe to identify him. Uh, 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 oh yeah. So Russell Crowe gets this connection and he's calling Bangkok or something.
1: Yeah, his cousin, his cousin's over there, and he, I guess his, there's two two young guys who go to see Frank, and Frank's like, you see my cousin over there, and they're like, yeah, he ain't never leaving. He loves that place, and uh, and then yeah, that's he contacts his cousin in in uh Bangkok during the Vietnam war and he yeah. has like his own club. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's funny when he first calls
0: him, he's just got a glass full of quarters. He's out to pay yeah. phones. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I got it. Got it. <laughs> like, That'll be yeah, yeah. i yeah, I'm
0: already putting it in. Uh, yeah. So goes over and talks to him. Cause he, he knows everyone sells heroin, but, uh, he realizes that he can't do well he realizes that bumpy didn't work for himself he thought he did he was a manager mm-hmm. of his own company he didn't yeah he didn't own the company so you know cuz he had to get his uh heroin from people that already smuggled it into the US and it's been cut down a lot he's he wants to get it from source cheaper uh stronger And then he can control the whole supply chain. So he goes over there. It's interesting because,
1: like, Bumpy, if I remember right, the first scene with Bumpy, they're like walking down the street and he's going on this whole spiel about actually the opposite of what Frank does, which is that, like, Bumpy was mad that these businesses are coming in and and getting straight from the manufacturer and cutting out the middleman, which he was. So he's like complaining about the thing that Frank ultimately ends up doing, which I thought was kind of cool.
0: Yeah. So he goes and talks to uh, his cousin and. You want, do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they go see a guy, Asian guy in a seedy little restaurant and uh, how, many, how many keys you want. He's like, oh, 100 keys. And then they realize they're talking to the wrong guy. like This is mm-hmm. like, it's like a dealer guy. Like, oh, I don't deal in 100 key. <laughs> not, <laughs> not here. So it's like Frank needs to see top guy. So they go, it's like I want to go into this. I want to go see the guys. Like you want to go into the fucking jungle. Say like, yeah, the jungle, right now. There are fucking people are Viet Congs. They like, yeah, got mosquitoes that'll kill your ass, man. I want to go. Let's go, then, my man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, head out into the jungle. Some really cool shots of them, like on some fucking, you know, little Grass, fucking yeah. rafty boats floating through. <clears throat> And they get there and they're cooking up that good old Asian dope. Big old walks. And, mm-hmm. and they got that Asian guy is really cool. <clears throat> uh, how do you plan on getting it back to the U.S.? It's like, you don't need to worry about that. I do need to worry about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do need to worry about that a little bit. Anyways, they bring it in on a American planes uh from vietnam so that's a interesting way to do it you know not a lot of people are policing the uh military you know going through customs they kind of have their own thing but yeah it's not gonna last forever
1: right Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny because eventually, (laughs) you know, jumping ahead, eventually the war starts to come to an end. Frank's freaking out. And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. you didn't expect the Vietnam War to last forever. Mm -hmm. You had to have some sort of backup plan. Oh, shit. (laughs) It's over. Like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: And his final plan is like to just go buy it all. (laughs) One more run. A hundred thousand keys. Now (laughs) stat. (laughs) I'll just put I'll put it in the freezer. (laughs) Just save it. <laughs> uh, so he goes over there and makes that final deal, and that's when they kind of get caught because it's just too much. And by that time, Richie's already caught on. The whole time, Richie's like um, trying to catch him. But he, you know, he gets signed to this new narcotics task force that's put together. Uh, his like chief or whatever puts him in that because he's a pariah now amongst all other cops. Nobody wants to work with him. So yeah. this way he gets to work He gets to work alone And he gets to pick his own team And the team He goes to his, his friend It's the guy from I don't know What the fuck his name is it's The guy from The brother from fucking Eastbound and down That guy's pretty good in this. Oh yeah it's I know like, you're talking about Like if it's, you get me You gotta get them all He's nice Look at this guy He's real good Straight as they come A little bit of a drinking problem
1: <laughs> a <little> bit, <laughs> yeah, A little bit of a temper <laughs> Yeah
0: he's like drinking On the <laughs> dance floor He's dancing with his uh, this chick. He like, loves a fat ass man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: uh, and then yeah,
1: Rizzo and all those guys. Oh yeah, the Rizzo's so, like he knows everything about drugs and drugs. He's like, no, no, he's clean. He's clean. He's, <laughs> clean. he's all right. He don't take them. <laughs> he just knows about <laughs> it.
0: <him. laughs> uh, <clears throat> and so that's his team. And then all the while, there's this other like group of police that are like. Uh, concentrated around Josh Brolin, who are like these corrupt enforcer police who tax all these guys and get their cut, and that he's been doing that. But he first realizes who Frank Lucas is because they're at that Muhammad Ali fight, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is the kind of how it, where it all starts to go downhill. Is uh Frank is very laid back. He actually. Uh, what he kind of ripped into his brother for dressing all like what's that other drug dealer's name who's in it uh, Nicky yeah Nicky Barnes was kind of this flamboyant 70s drug dealer looked like a pimp all the time mm-hmm. and shit and he kind of his brother kind of likes Nicky he's kind of emulating his style and shows up with his suit and Nicky's like ah, look at that suit anyways Frank comes to talk to him he's like what are you wearing man he's like what it's a nice suit It's like not a nice suit it's a costume mm-hmm. it's got a costume it says arrest me Man, take that shit off! They yeah, the loudest
1: him. man in the room is the weakest man in the room, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so got a little foreshadowing
0: here. The uh, his wife buys him this, like, what, what was it? A, like a chinchilla? Yeah, uh, yeah it was a mink or chinchilla jacket, yeah. and uh, he wears it to the fight. And he's like sitting in front of like celebrities and shit. Josh Brolin notices. Who is this guy? How did he get so close to the fucking ring? And he's like shaking hands with uh, Sonny L- or Liston or whoever Ollie was fighting. And <clears throat> all this other shit. And so he gets noticed by uh, Brolin. I think... The other guy notices him, too. Yeah,
1: like Russell Crowe and Brolin kind yeah. of notice him at the yeah, same time. Yeah, because he's like, wow, well, yeah.
0: this guy's like,
1: he's got better seats than
0: Nikki Barnes and all this other shit, and they're all putting two, to two together. Um, so <clears throat> Brolin kind of shows up. And he pulls them over, right? Yeah, on their fucking down. wedding day. <laughs> Oof. Oh, yeah, on their wedding day. <laughs> that was the rough one. Now, yeah, and he's like, now, officer remind you this is the most important day of my life so I'd, I'd be careful what happens and he's like yeah you'd be careful and then he's like uh, you know some guy in a fucking $200,000 jacket has never even bought me a fucking cup of coffee there's a problem there
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> you pay your taxes or whatever you ask him. <laughs> yeah you pay your taxes Frank <laughs> <have no> <laughs>
0: That's funny, because you ain't never paid me. How much do I owe you? Uh, yeah, something like... Uh, I don't I'm remember. Special, said, uh, I just, something I just, about special. Yeah, I just remember Josh Brolin <laughs> saying, how do you know how much I am worth? You don't even fucking know me, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> you see this badge? It says special narcotics division. I'm special. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he gets it. I want $10,000 every month delivered into this. Like bank account, it's pretty good. He's a pretty good uh enforcer bad guy. Yeah, he's like pretty
1: him. intimidating. Pretty awesome. And then uh he's
0: got the fucking he's got the like the fucking Shelby uh Mustang that just came out like sixty nine or sixty eight. Frank's like That's a nice car. Anyways, uh, so now everyone's putting it together because no one thought it would him because it's like the Italians always run this racket. And now we got this black guy running it. Like uh, Bumpy was involved in it, but he didn't run it, so they didn't imagine. And then you know uh, Richie starts to put all this together. Well, who would Bumpy? Who would Bumpy teach? Someone he sees every day, his driver, his enforcer, Frank Lucas. He emulates his whole life after Bumpy. He's after mm-hmm. giving out turkeys. He does everything exactly as Bumpy would do it, <laughs> like <let's> giving <laughs> the speech. <laughs> And he, it makes sense. He would be the one with him every day. <laughs> Learning from him, drawing from the Italians. See, he's running it like the Italians. He has no culpability. He doesn't touch the dope. He's not around the dope. He doesn't sell the dope. He would have learned that.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: Hello. <I love> <laughs> like this Tony Robbins-ass shit. Okay, so now I'm going to put the little red string from here. to Frank
1: Lucas, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he puts a picture at the fucking top. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Lucas is our man. <clears throat> I do yeah, love that. how it starts, though. It felt very, um, it didn't feel cheap. It felt very natural in the sense that, um, because they don't really, like, this all doesn't really start, I mean, the, the the Ali fight is what starts it all, but even before that, how he even started to sniff something's in the street is that his partner dies, and on him is this little envelope that says mm. blue magic on it. And I thought that was a cool way of like introducing Richie to like this new drug that's on the street. Like it could have just been a random like dude on the street that they found with this little envelope. But the fact that it was his partner, I don't know, it just made more sense. And the fact that we already established that his partner was a junkie. Um, but yeah, I love that everyone's, everyone hates Frank because he has a better product <laughs> and he fucking, uh, and it's cheaper. So everyone's just kind of like, Hey man, <laughs> what the fuck dude? <clears throat> yeah.
0: And it's like, uh, Richie like gets it tested or something. How is this? This is how is this guy able to have the purest dope oh, yeah. in town and charge half the price? Mm-hmm. And there's another great scene where finally, uh, um, Frank starts selling his dope to other people, like the Italians. And Nikki Barnes has some because the Italians strike a deal with them, um, wholesale. Uh. And there's that great scene where he goes and visits the, the Italian mob guy at his house. Um, but then another great scene he goes to see Nikki Barnes. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we got a problem, Nikki. He's like, What's the problem?" And then, uh, see, when you go around calling your shit blue magic, and then you cut it down to two percent brand. <laughs> What is he called? Brand <laughs> damn it. Brand uh, delusion. Something like that. It's like my Blue Magic is like a brand. It's like Pepsi is a brand. You can trust the name Pepsi. Mm-hmm. You can't call your shit Blue Magic. I can't. Problem. I don't like these words, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> like it's my it's my product. I bought. It. I could do whatever the fuck I want. It's like, no, you can't. No, you can't. And he's like, the thing is as good enough as it is,
1: you don't need to change shit,
0: to, yeah, Nicky, you don't need to do shit, you mm-hmm. it's greed, and then yeah, mm-hmm. it was great for the best part of the uh, uh Cuba gooding stuff he gets all pissed, kicks him out. You get the fuck out of here, Frank, don't, you know? and then Frank's my man, <laughs> <laughs> <Just leave. laughs> my man, so he he's calm when he needs to be, but when he is not he isn't because uh now he's in charge of the game and then he's brought in his all his brothers and shit from alabama or wherever like he said north carolina north carolina yeah from. yeah and uh i like how he calls him up hey frank's on the phone mama ain't heard from frank <laughs> in 20 years like he's in, you don't give a fuck about none of them until he's like the yeah. top top so like, mm-hmm. you have money you're you're a second you were working right with the guy. Like, you didn't give a fuck about none of them. And
1: all of right. a sudden, move him out of here. Let's go.
0: <laughs>
1: so to funny. the point he doesn't even recognize his name. He's like, Frank who? Your brother. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> oh Frank. Yeah. Uh, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Say something
0: only Frank would know. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and then, uh, what was I getting at? Uh, the brother. Oh yeah, yeah. He's all showing them the kind of the ropes, and it's he doesn't. They don't know what the fuck he does at yeah. all. They're like, so what do you do, Frank? <laughs> They're all sitting there like a diner. <laughs> <laughs> he's all hold on, unscrews the fucking thing to the sugar, pours all the sugar out. So he's got the little cup, tip cup, because uh wasn't. Didn't it just say that one time he put down a jar? So he put down your twenty percent in the jar. I don't. Know. Yeah. So he walks over to Idris and he's walking down the street. Now Idris has to buy his dope Frank in order to sell it. And apparently he hadn't been, been paying. And he has to pay him 20% of his sales. In two. Now, he sees him on the street. I don't remember what he said, but uh, something to the effect of, have you given me my 20%? <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need that 20%. Here you go. Here's the, and he sets down the cup Right, I don't know. He didn't set down the cup, right? He didn't do that till after. He, till, till after, after it. It, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But he comes up to him and he asks for it, and he says, well, "Fuck you, Frank. He just gets lippy." And then Frank pulls a gun on him. Broad daylight. It was broad daylight in the middle of New York. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and he just, uh, oh, was you gonna shoot me here in the fucking streets, Frank? <laughs> Boom. Man. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts the cup on his chest. What do you put, like a dollar in it? Puts the gun on his chest.
1: Are like, mm-hmm. hey, you gonna leave the gun with the fingerprints and all, baby? gun, That's what I yeah. thought too. was like, oh, there's your finger. And then it, it does show him like pick up the gun as he's walking. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought I had you there for a second there, movie. But I'm like, there's your fucking fingerprints all over it.
0: Yeah. I was like, why would you? The gun's still good. It's not like a one use. <laughs> 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 like a rich dude that fuck. I get a new gun. I shot it already. It's not fresh. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay.
1: it yeah, goes back were... to his brother, sits down, and goes, oh, what was I talking about again? Everyone's uh, <laughs> just yeah. quiet. It's like, um, you just murdered somebody <laughs> in front of us. We're from North Carolina. We don't, we're not we're used to this New York life.
0: Oh, man. So... Uh, many of the people portrayed, including Roberts and Lucas, have stated that the film took too much creative license with the story. Yeah. And three... I don't know what the fucking real story is. I think it's just enough creative license. <laughs> could have <laughs> use a little more. Uh, three former DEA agents sued Universal, claiming the agency's portrayal was demoralizing. Yeah, okay. well, I mean, it's the fucking 70s. Y'all were fucking... Pretty corrupt, yeah. <clears throat> I think by the end of the film, it says due to the cooperation of Lucas and Roberts, one third yeah, or three fourths. That. I think it said. Oh, uh, I think it's <laughs> yeah. three fourths. I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs> Fucking three nuts!" Three fourths of New York's like uh, drug police were indicted. I was like, oh, "Yeah, crazy." <clears throat> so. Kind of, they catch up to him, and uh, by the end of it, he gets caught. He, uh, <clears throat> I love the arrest scene finally at the church. Yeah, so get good. him at the church. And he walks out, and they kind of shoo his family back in and close the doors. Hey, Frank, and just he looks down the street, and it's just all fucking blocked off. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're ready to go to fucking war. It's like it's one guy. You know it's just him and his family, how he rolls. It's like yeah. do you really have to do all this. It's just for show. <laughs> but it was cool. And uh they take him in <clears throat> and they start a the process of prosecution. Oh yeah, by this time Richie is like uh past the bar, so he's kind of helping with the prosecution a little bit and yeah. coming up with stuff. Um which is dumb. Like they show him at the table on the other side of Frank. It's like they're not gonna let you do this, bro. They have a DA. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they have a prosecuting attorney. It's like, Oh yeah, you wanna do my job? You just pass the bar, you don't say. Hey, put the step up. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest uh, case in history. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Or when he tells his lawyers to leave the room, I'm like, I don't know about that. Most lawyers are like, Don't say anything without us. Let that's the one rule you do, you don't say anything without us and he's like, Yeah, get out of here. I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, and they have that great back and forth, and he's like, uh, I don't remember how. Oh yeah, Frank was like, "Is it true you gave back a million dollars?" Okay, and then uh, they have this back and forth about I don't know why, but Richie wants the bad cops. He's like, "You want me to give you you you?" I was like, "They aren't me." They aren't me. They God. aren't my people. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Henry gets pissed and knocks his fucking coffee over to the side about something. And then Richie offers him and you know this deal and slowly slides over his coffee to <laughs> him. Yeah, that was a good scene. And then finally, when he's kind of like Frank is reading the room and he's like, okay. I really hate that fucking Josh Brolin guy. <laughs> kind of mm. slides a coffee back to him. There you go. Checkmate. All right? Here we go. <laughs> I forgot there was that great scene on Thanksgiving where there's a knock at the Josh Brolin guy's door and there's a turkey in oh, a cage yeah. and it looks out at his car and <laughs> car blows up. And the next time he sees him, it's like, you know, threatening me and shit and Frank's like, how how would you like it to be your house next time, motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, shit. So then, then we get to the end. Anyways, uh Frank Lucas cooperates. Um, we see this thing of all these cops they took down. Uh, and we don't get a very uh very uh good ending for Brolin. We'd like some closure and some yeah.
1: arrests. <clears throat> and it gives up and shoots himself. The guy shot a dog. We got to...
0: <laughs> I need yeah. something better than yeah. suicide.
1: Suicide's the easy way out. I need something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he sh- shoots the fucking dog. Not just any dog. It's like the dog that was Bumpy's yeah. that Frank took over care of. and Like, he really loved that dog. Mm-hmm. At the funeral, like, the dog's the only person who, like, cares about. Uh, yeah. So... And then I watched the extended edition. It's got some extra stuff in it. I don't know how much, because it said this was extended. So I don't know how much of it was extended, but I can't remember the theatrical cut. But in the end, they let him out in 1991. Yeah. And he's, and he's walking down the street with Richie with a, with a coffee, and they're talking.
1: Ah, see, that so it's it's good because I watched the theatrical. The movie ends with him just standing there. I think uh, Public Enemy starts playing, and it just cuts to black as he's just standing outside of the the uh, the jail.
0: Huh? Yeah. So they're walking. A bit, it's like a minute and a half, and he's mm. holding his coffee real fucking weird, dude. Like this, the whole time.
1: <laughs>
0: he's he old. <laughs> And he's walking like this. I was like, why are they fucking holding uh, it like that? I mean, what are they trying to say? All of a sudden, he's cr- de- crippled or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, they're walking around. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to live in this world, Richie. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, you think I'm going to let you starve? He's like, you know, I can make one call be at the top again. He's like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, Frank.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, That's some other shit like that. Oh, yeah. And they run into some gangsters. Some nineties gangsters like, "Oh, hey, hey motherfucker!" <laughs> Bumped him, and he just he turns him, <laughs> <laughs> looks at him like that, holding his coffee like an old granny. Yeah. And like, it's it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> they can recognize the OG and walk away. Uh, and I think that's the part where where it's like they're walking, and it plays it. I think it was a, across one hundred and tenth Street that. In the, the ghetto.
1: Oh wow, we got like a completely was, different ending then. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: That's a really cool it was a cool ending. <laughs> sounds like it's better than the theatrical <clears throat> one.
1: What the public enemy? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's just standing there and you hear all the like the like the sounds of the city. Um and then you yeah, have public enemy, kinda of just fades in and it just cuts to the credits with public enemy playing.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so that's the ending I got. I got this. Where did I get? Oh yeah, I've been wanting to watch this, but I couldn't find it anywhere streaming. And I was at the thrift store, uh, and they had a sealed DVD for one ninety nine. Like, nice, yeah, hell yeah. I really get to watch it. Um, yeah, so I thought this movie was really great. Um, I thought this was kind of when this is kind of when Ridley Scott was still on a tear of doing like really cool new original stuff Mm -hmm. like gladiator. He hadn't fucking flip flopped back to his alien shit. Yeah. His Prometheus garbage is not nearly as good as alien. Um, and so it was really great Two awesome actors, great ensemble cast, best supporting actress, Ruby D. Oh, oh, I got a nomination. It didn't win, but Mm. <laughs> Who
1: is Ruby D? The wife? I'm assuming that's the mom, but I don't know for sure. <clears throat> I can look it up. The mom? She's barely in it. Yeah, <laughs> but you supporting
0: know, it. <laughs> pretty powerful one. But she's a sweet old black lady. I never asked you how you got all this. I never wanted to know. Yep, the Ruby is the mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Damn. Uh, yeah, she's pretty good, but it's not a lot.
1: It's probably from that scene, uh, that emotional scene where she's like, No one shoots a cop, we didn't know that. She'll leave you. Yeah. I'll leave you.
0: <laughs> hey, mama, you've only been here for six months. <laughs> uh,
1: uh.
0: So yeah, I think it's great. Um I loved it at the time. Of course, we're young men at the time. We loved like this uh gangster shit and all this kind of Scarface, Denzel, man on fire type yeah. stuff. I think this movie is really
1: great. I give it a 9.1. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I remember liking it when you and I saw it back in 2007. Um, I still like it to this day. I don't think it's like in the upper echelon of gangster movies like Goodfellas or Casino or or Scarface, like you mentioned. But um, it's still very, very good. Like I said, I think... Honestly, I know it's such a weird thing to to love about a movie, but I just love the look and feel of this movie. Like it sucks you I even like the fact that it take most of it takes place on like Thanksgiving, Christmas time. There's always like snow going around. I don't know. I like the vibe of this movie. It's uh, and the characters are all great. There's some stuff we haven't even touched on yet that I that I love. Uh, the raid scene at the end is intense. Um, oh yeah, really well done uh the scene i love i love 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 the fucking the first time they see each other because the whole movie the way it's structured is they the movie bounces back and forth between richie and frank the whole way through and then the finally the the time they meet is outside that church and there's no dialogue and they play amazing grace um like a choir version of amazing grace and they're just standing looking at each other like i thought that was just a cool climactic way to like finally get these two characters on screen all the both of their journeys had kind of tip at this point um and i love the scene with them and together maybe like my favorite scene in the movies like the two amazing actors finally in the same room bouncing off one another it's a fucking it's a great scene you've already alluded to a lot of the the good stuff in it the sliding the coffees and whatever um yeah this movie is almost three hours long it doesn't feel it. it doesn't feel like a slog um it has a good pace to it all the characters are great the story is great um really love this movie one of the better really Scott movies um around this time I just looked it up I was trying to think what else he did in this time and it was like this that DiCaprio movie Body of Lies which is another good Russell Crowe performance and like Robin Hood And between Body Lies Robin Hood and American Gangster this one is like easily the best out of those three around that time um, but yeah, this movie is an eight point five for me. This is a really fucking solid, amazing movie um, that everyone should check out if you haven't seen it yet.
0: Right on, my man. <laughs> yeah. I like how it says "my man" because it's all alluding to his line from like American Gangster or from oh, Training uh, Day. Training Day. Everyone yeah, expected
1: yeah. him to say, "Separates the say it. one. Training
0: Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah, it's just a little more reserved in this one yeah so 8.5 9.1 excellent movie check it out definitely um yeah thanks for joining us we appreciate it uh please check us out on Spotify Apple Music is always here on YouTube in the flesh uh hope y'all have a great Sunday uh we'll check you next time and until that beast we say peace peace